Hello and welcome to the e-commerce playbook podcast. My name is Andrew Ferris. Uh, as always, your host. I run 4x400, uh, an e-commerce uh, holding company that, uh, what do we do? We acquire, operate, and grow D2C brands online. Uh, I'm so glad you're with me today. Today we're getting back into the 31-bit story, season two of this podcast. We took a little break to talk about genuine callers, but we're back now and I'm gonna tell you uh, why our revenue is getting destroyed right now for 31 bits and why I'm not too worried about it. All right, back this week into the 31-bit story, like I said in the introduction. And uh, I hope it is helpful to you to hear um, things like our genuine callers thought process and and the same thing we did when we first acquired Bits. Any any future acquisitions, the plan is to keep on at least kind of pausing wherever else we're at in our story to bring you into what we're thinking about uh, as we acquire brands. So um, in the midst of that, though, we're back in the 31-bit story. And I should probably start by telling you that uh, 31 Bits, since we acquired it, has significantly slowed down in revenue. Um, so, so far this month, we've done about $2,300 in total revenue. Um, that's it across the entire month. In February, we did over 17 grand. That was before we acquired it. Um, and so I actually, and, and in the last month or so, uh, we have sent no email. We have uh, posted on social basically no times. We have run zero ads. We have uh, started to rework the website with a new theme, but really haven't finished it yet. So it's kind of in between. We do not have new product. Uh, there's just like all kinds of ways in which we have just completely slowed down to the point where actually one of our founders reached out and totally rightfully said, I think I did a bad job communicating to her, rightfully said, hey guys, what are you doing? Uh, um, <clears throat> because um, she's still obviously involved, but we had just slowed down so significantly. Um, and I just say that to tell you like, there is this process that we're going through here, and it's not like when we acquire a brand, um, we suddenly are able to just immediately jumpstart revenue. People make this sound so easy sometimes. They make it sound like, uh, yeah, you just, you know, you, you take this brand that's online, and 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 uh, if you have some skills, boom, you just plug it in and, and it goes. And it's, that's just not reality for anybody in this business that I know of. Um, that you can't just suddenly turn everything on and have it work perfectly. Uh, not, I can't, my team can't, as good as I think my team is, like, we just can't do that. So, um, so now, and, and I think there is enough of a slowdown here to where it makes me kind of like a little nervous, like, wait a minute, did, did, is there not enough energy around this brand right now? Um, to, to really have kind of a nice launch pad from where we're at. And the answer I think is no. So when I, when I actually step back from that and, and look at where we're at, I don't worry too much about it. And, and let me tell you why. The reason why is, first of all, we are sort of between products, okay? So um, we have some inventory of some older product. Um, while we're waiting on more inventory of our newer product, that new inventory should come in August. I'm recording this at the end of July, so we're only a few weeks out from that. So that's one part of it. The new product we're getting is the product where if you followed this uh, story, you know we have done this. Um, uh, we're manufacturing in Bali, and we have the story around um, the uh, Javanese uh people who are working in Bali to make this product. And so all that is coming, and I'm gonna talk more about that in a minute, but we're waiting on that. And that's really important because that's the stuff that has done well on ads in our short uh, tests before. So there's that, okay? Um, the other reason why uh, I'm not too worried about it is because this is in one respect um, a, a total part of our strategy here. And uh, I said something about this on Twitter the other day, but, but I think 
one of the challenges that uh, brands, especially at this size, that are sort of fighting for revenue and fighting to make it. We're not sort of big and stable and, and just holding on and, and adding little bits here and there. We're like, really, we need to get somewhere. One of the challenges is the tyranny of the urgent. I, I know some of you are feeling this, uh, where you just constantly are chasing something down to try to win the next thing. But my success metric, as I have said on here, is 100K in November, December at a two and a half MER. So, uh, you know, two and a half blended ROAS. So, so the, the thing I keep saying to myself, to my team, to other people is hang in there. Hang in there. We're going to roll out 31 bits. Brand equity is not going to disappear overnight. The people who know it, our email list, our social followings, they're not going to go away overnight. It's going to be okay if we slow down for a little bit. Um, because if we do that, it will allow us to focus on doing a really great job with the things that we care a lot about and set us up for the long term. In the long run, this month's revenue does not matter very much. In fact, even the marginal difference of 10 or 15 grand or whatever this month, in, in the grand scheme of 31 bits and our success with the brand simply doesn't matter. It really doesn't. And because we're not in a place where we have to make money to survive today with this business, we can afford to set us up. And I would challenge you to ask if that's the place you're at, because, because you may think you may think that you are not in a place where you can slow down and build for the longer term. But I bet you are. I bet you're better better positioned there than than you think. So if you can keep your eye on the long term, you can go. So let me tell you what we're doing. Um, and and then I, you'll be able to measure the success from this starting place where we are now. Like I said, $2,300 this month, 17 grand in February. Let's, we will, then that will give us some benchmarks for growth to figure out if things are working. And let me tell you what we're doing to rebuild. So um, I've told you the problem is conversion rate. That is not a quick and easy fix. That is a fix of a, a whole bunch of issues. I've told you that I think the issue is product, uh, among other things, and storytelling, uh, as well as some tactical um, site navigation type stuff that we have to do on the website. So we are trying to fix all those things. So the first thing we are doing on the product level is we are currently setting up to roll out a four-week campaign where we celebrate 31Bits work in Uganda. Now, 31Bits has pulled out of Uganda, as I've said, and is no longer manufacturing with the Acholi women in Uganda. But that's a really big deal in the 31Bits storyline because that has been a lot of what 31Bits has done before. Now, the fact that 31Bits also manufactures product in Bali is not news to their customers. Um, they, that's been happening for a little while, but 31Bits and Uganda has been um, a partnership for a long time. That was, that was really the founder story, was a trip to Uganda, as you may have heard if you listened to that episode where I talked to the founders. So the Uganda stuff is just not um, a small thing. And also, because we will not be, um, we, we don't have, we're not going to be getting more inventory from there. One of the things that I'm conscious of is turning the current inventory we have on hand into cash. Uh, so we have to do two things. One, we have to, as we phase out Uganda and tell customers that we won't be manufacturing anymore, we have to do that sensitively to the story and make sure that we keep showing people that this doesn't say anything about Uganda's commitment or about uh, 31 bits commitment, commitment to its mission. Doesn't say anything about that at all. Um, instead, it's just the reality of where they're at in the life cycle of even treating those people the right way. Uh, 
31 Bits, one of the things I love about this brand is that they have a view to not sort of just have a parachute in, white savior, donate some money mentality around ethical fashion and around ethical business. Uh, so these, these women are trained and very conscious of how important it is to build relationships with people in a way that's sustainable. So, um, so the Uganda story is really important to tell well. And, and part of it is this list, this email list we have, and this social list of uh, uh, our social followings. On Instagram, 31 Bits has 90 some odd thousand followers. It's a pretty good size following relative to the size of the brand, ultimately, relative to the revenue. Um, the email list is, is pretty good size as well. I, I can't remember off the top of my head, but it's, I think, 50 or 60,000 people. So that might be wrong, but uh, I'd have to go look. But anyway, the point is, that's a that's a significant audience that's that should be pretty engaged. Um, bigger, certainly, on social than our other brands. Um, and, and on email, about the size of FC Goods' audience, uh, assuming I have that number right. So, And FC Goods, obviously, doing significantly more revenue than uh, than Bits at this point. So... Uh, so that those lists are real people, and I want to be really conscious of doing it right with them. Now, there's sort of two things that go um, in my mind here. As we start to make this transition, one mistake I see some entrepreneurs make is they they sort of they are too sensitive to their past customers' reactions. Um, so Bits had done a couple hundred thousand dollars in revenue, a few hundred thousand dollars last year, and it can be tempting because of those situations. It can be tempting to sort of be overly concerned about what your past customers are going to think, even though your past customers don't represent your pathway to success. Like if 31 Bits is going to be successful, it's not going to be successful on a few hundred thousand dollars from its past email list and social and all that. It's not to say don't care about your customers. It's just to say, if you care too much about what they are going to think, you can actually sort of um, shoot yourself in the foot about doing the right thing to take the brand to new customers. Okay, so I am sensitive to both of those realities, that 31 Bits has this equity built up around the storyline, and also that I don't want to overinvest in holding on tight to what the brand has been before uh, in order to try to maintain something that's not actually sustainable for the success of the brand. So here's what we're doing. Four weeks rolling out a sort of Celebrate Uganda storyline. So and what I'm going to do is include um, our calendar breaking down very simply what we're doing on email, social, and the website for everything I'm about to tell you. So if you want to see this, check the show notes and it will be there. Uh, so you can see that calendar, okay? So um, the way that we're thinking about this is a combination of things as we celebrate Uganda. First, some sort of brand storytelling to reinforce 31 Bits' mission and even the work that's been done in Uganda. So it'll start with a, a, a letter from the founders saying, here's why we're leaving Uganda, right? Um, via email, okay? Um, and an announcement post on social. Uh, then from there, uh, we will also have a low stock warning for anything that's running out of stock in Uganda. The thing I don't want to do is revert to selling at a discount because I have to clear because stuff's going to be on clearance. There are going to be people who really want some of this Uganda bead jewelry still, who I am about to tell, hey, when this stuff is gone, it will not be replenished. So um, if you want it, get it now. Uh, and so I'm hoping that we can sell at full price for that reason, okay? And there is some stuff that we're, we're certainly low on stock for, okay? So that's kind of the first back and forth, an announcement letter and then a low stock warning, okay? Um, and then from there, we'll go through sort of a celebration of the Acholi women, the, these women in Uganda. Um, and again, some like most popular products over time and, and basically go back and forth between brand storytelling via email as well as um, uh, sort of more sales-oriented stuff about 
about what product we're running out of. Okay, social will basically do the same thing. We'll post um, a mix of storytelling with photography of uh, beautiful product photos, those sorts of things, um, retrospective Uganda content, um, uh, low stock type stuff. And then uh, 31 Bits has always had great engagement on social with quotes about essentially ethics and uh, and fashion. And so if you look at 31 Bits Instagram, you'll see there's these quote posts and they always are really well engaged. Our, our stats tells people love um People love those posts, so so we'll keep those going. In the midst of doing all of that, we will rebuild uh, our PDP structure for all of our PDPs. Our collection page structure, we'll actually create a Uganda collection page so that I can send traffic straight to there so people can just shop uh, the paper beads Uganda jewelry, okay? Uh, as well as a sort of full story about style page about the Uganda engagement and about what's happening now, certainly with a CTA at the end, but for the person who wants more information, about what's this Uganda partnership uh, for older customers and what's gonna happen in the future, we can send them there. Uh, so there'll be a very short version of that on the collection page, a little more information on the PDP, but then like a longer story on an about page type page. Um, and in the midst of that, of course, a homepage banner about celebrating Uganda and a campaign style and a, and a logo, all that. So that takes a lot of work. That's talking about major website rebuilding, making sure our theme is now fully reset, uh, making sure our collections are correct, making sure our inventory counts correct, making sure that we are developing and, and working through all this content um, and 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 product st stuff. So it just takes a lot of planning to get to a, a full month rollout of that. But if it works, what I will come back here and say is we are moving Uganda inventory at full price. Our customers are excited to tell and celebrate this story of how even as they have purchased in the past, it has really made life better for these women in Uganda. And um, they, they aren't just buying beautiful jewelry, but they're also um, doing a little bit of good in the world. Uh, and so that will go from there. From there, after, as that is rolling out, my team will start building out basically the same thing for Bali, okay? And so we'll move to this highlight Bali in the way forward, right? So that'll be another four weeks. We'll talk more about what is the kind of work we're doing in Bali? What does it mean to be ethical in Bali? And it's different than the Acholi women making paper beads in Uganda. So what does that look like? So people can really know and feel good about it. Part of the deal here is that I want someone to purchase a 31 bits um, product and then be equipped with the story to tell their friends. When their friend says, that's a beautiful bracelet, I want them to be able to say, oh, can I tell you about it? It's 31 Bits. It's this company that is, they make it in Bali. You can see everything they're doing to um, make people's lives better across the world and to make uh, globalization and global capitalism into a force for good in the world. And, uh, and it's beautiful. You're right. And it's well-made and, um, and, and it's artisan crafted and all those kinds of things, right? So I want to equip that storytelling to build brand equity um, and build deeper brand connection. You can't do that quickly and easily. It's it's not it's not simple work. It, it requires a bunch. I, I still feel like we're in a ridiculous timeline to make this happen. My team is going to work fast to do all this, but it'll be the same thing for Bali, right? So email with a mix of storytelling and product. And then we'll start to move some some old product into clearance at that point, right? Um, and uh, same thing with social. We'll go all the way through that. Well, uh, website, another full campaign style, homepage banner, collection pages, a, another sort of a deeper detail about page for the person who really wants more information and all that. So the hope here is that we will start to roll all of this out on August 10th. That's the launch date of this sort of celebrating Uganda story. And then we will, from there, um, take four weeks and, and move into the Bali timeline. In the midst of that, in the middle of August, actually, we will get more Bali product and I will be able to tell you right away. We'll start running ads to that for sure, uh, even before we're fully built out there. 
because uh, perfect is the enemy of the good. So um, we can, once we have the product and people love it, we can start running some ads. So, uh, and of course, some of those customers might also be interested in the Uganda stuff. So, so as they get emails about that, there you go. Um, but there's all kinds of other rebuilding to do. And as we do all of that, uh, it will go little by little. Now there is so much we will still be leaving on the table. Like we won't be having our best bundles quite yet and we won't have thought all the way about the best influencer partnerships and who knows if we have to put some other big ideas to the side. But to do this well, it just requires a lot of work and the goal here is to set ourselves up for the last quarter of the year and and really in August to start to see some of this uh, start to pay off. But really the last quarter of the year, we see a really big bump. That's where I want to start seeing us getting up above 50 grand a month, et cetera. Um, and again, those success metrics, 100K November um, or December at a two and a half MER. So that's the goal to make all of this happen. Like I said, I will put the calendar in the show notes so that all the things that I'm talking about, you can hear how we're thinking about this. And I hope you'll see what the size of the build is. And the takeaway to me is set yourself up for the most success. Because if we do this right, we will have templatized PDPs, about pages, collection pages, homepage banners, campaign styles, all of these types of things built out, social and email process built really, really well. And when we do all of that stuff as, uh, in a way that is good quality now, then when we release a new line of product in October and we're done telling the story of Uganda and Bali, we will have the structures built to tell that story really well. We'll have done it a couple times and we'll have literally had templatized wireframed website pages to go do this as well as possible. Uh, when we get to holiday, same thing. We will be set up to maximize the value of that traffic as it comes. And that's the goal, to set ourselves up to, to do uh, a sustainable, scalable, great job as we keep working on 31 bits. So we will see, this may not work. And, and if I, I may come back here in August and say, man, we started sending emails about this Uganda product and our people were pissed. They thought, you know, that we're abandoning people or, or maybe they'll just, they won't buy it. They're just over it. Like, you know, who knows? Um, who knows what will happen? But I will tell you the story when it does. Otherwise, that's the takeaway. Build for scale. Build for the long term. All right. Thanks so much, as always, for listening. I uh, would love to hear from you. I, I First of all, I do really appreciate your time listening. I, I just... I have so little time in my life. And so when somebody would uh, give me parts of their time and give me their ear for a little bit, it, it means a lot. I, I, I take that as a huge compliment and I'm just grateful for it. So thank you. Uh, I would love it if you would review, rate, uh, and, and all those sorts of things. As always, even aside from what it does for us in terms of uh, you know podcast SEO, um, it's which I think it does some stuff there. I, I'm not deep on this subject, but apparently it does all that. So we, I, I would really appreciate it if you'd review. I'd also just I just appreciate the feedback a lot. Some of you guys have reached out and and said some things to me, and that's just been something I've been really grateful for. Even if you want to shred me in a review, you know, just just totally tear me apart. I can handle it. Although, come to think of it, if you really want to tear me apart in a review, if you hate my podcast that much, stop listening. Like, go do something else with your time. Why are you still listening? It's weird. Anyway, um, yes, so I wanted to mention a couple other things. Uh, feel free to email me, podcast at 4x400.com, or, uh, or reach out to me on Twitter at Andrew J. Ferris, that's F-A-R-I-S. And I'd love to interact with you about any of this stuff there. But even beyond that, if you are uh, operating a brand that you're interested in bringing into the 4x400 fold and working together and seeing how we could um, partner, I'm, uh, I don't think I've ever mentioned this on the show before, which is kind of strange, but we'd love to talk to you about it. So we actually just rebuilt our website to make it very easy to get that conversation started. So just go to 4x400.com, check that out, and uh, you will see what to do there. So um, let us know if that's something you're interested in. We would love to help you achieve your dreams. That's our mission. 
mission, helping entrepreneurs achieve their dreams. So um, to let us know if we might be a great partner for you. And if we're not a great partner for you, we will tell you and I will try to find you a great partner if I can. So uh, that has definitely happened before. I've set some people up with investors and other people who are interested in having that conversation uh, just because I want, I really do want to help entrepreneurs achieve their dreams. And so if we're not the right people for it, we can maybe help you find the person who is. So thanks again so much. Hope all is well with you. Keep going.